0: Audio. We have video. Everything we need. (laughs) Right. There you are. Look at that. You got the bookshelf and everything. I love that. Yeah, I try my best.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you don't have many skills, at least it has to look good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. That's good. It's good. Uh, Well, let me just introduce you for a Everyone listening, is, uh, Paul Clement. Paul Clement, yeah. and, Uh good uh, friend of mine. We met at uh, the, the the faded uh, London Real Academy, and uh, it's just been endless uh, <laughs> laughter and smiles from there. But uh, no, it, it's yeah. I'm glad I made I met a lot of people, and we're still in contact. So that's good. That's one good thing to get out of it, you know. If any, absolutely, yeah. You know. So how you been? Yes, quite good. Yes. Yeah. Still good. healthy and a lot
1: of hair, but in the wrong places.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot's happened since we've talked. Did you are you still in the same place or are you how's work going and everything? You're a sales a sales agent, right? That's your Yes, name.
1: I work as a sales agent. Yeah, I, I still live in Vienna. Yeah. Okay. So, Giant capital city of Austria with 1.8 million people, <laughs> and yeah. yes, I work. work uh, I worked as a sales agent. We had this uh, coronavirus. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. Wow, that's, yeah, yeah, it's a strange. So thing. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, we have uh, our third lockdown this year. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's a bit difficult to 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 work uh, as a sales agent and and. and to get to get to the customers, to have your, to do a lot with Zoom and and, and all these um, marketing stuff with your email and funneling and then and all this. this mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
0: not
1: so. It's not so easy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's some variables that come in line to what you have to do. Um, how is it? How has it changed from like, you know, physically? Are you, were you physically meeting with people and now it's just, so there's no way to do that at all, person to person. You have to do it online, set up an appointment and all that kind of jazz or. Normally I would meet with people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm the live guy. I'm the stage guy. (laughs) Right. So, So, uh, at the beginning it was very hard. Uh, but the hardest part was that all the companies uh, they they didn't realize they had to change their their, their how how business works. And uh, when I remember when I started sales 25 years ago, yeah, we just picked mm-hmm. up the phone and called the customers. Yeah, it's it's like a bit like in in Wolf yep. of Wall Street. Yeah, a bunch of people in a room, <laughs> and and just calling your customers. Yeah, without computers, we had huge piles of paper and, and, and where the addresses and telephone numbers were written on yeah. and, and we just called them. So, so I learned it the hard way, but it, it nearly took a year now until the companies, the most companies realized, okay, we have to change because you cannot send someone in a car to the customer. Uh, you cannot go there. You have to call him. And, and not everyone likes these zoom meetings, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, not so people are more familiar with it but but they they like it more when they they can sit and uh, drink their coffee and and no one sees them yeah and can pour around in their nose or whatever stuff they have to do besides talking and so slowly slowly you can you can start and, and 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 shift everything from personal meetings
0: to to good old telephone sales yeah i was uh Actually, I think it was last year I, I took a sales job uh, selling advertising um, and had like the slips of paper, business cards, and I would just go throughout the whole stack and call them, try to get a hold of that owner, try to get a hold of the owner. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, owners don't want to get a hold of them most of the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a tough one. And, you know, I, I did, you know, it was a struggle, but I, I made a little bit of money, a little bit more, and then I'm like yeah at the end of the day you have to balance all these customers you know and it's like do you want this distress worth the money and it's like i don't know about that so i really had to unfortunately i had to let the, the job go but i learned a lot about calling people and trying to get through the gatekeeper and um i had done sales previous to this i sold newspaper subscriptions throughout new england and all that but um this was kind of a different beast but it was a good It's a good experience. It's tough, yeah. you know that's you know a lot of life is kind of finding what works for you doesn't what doesn't really work for you what doesn't really gel how much can you compromise your personality and like, okay, I can kind of become this, but if I don't have this other stuff going on, I don't know if it's gonna work like it was a small office there was just like uh the the owner of the of the publication and one other person, and uh, you know they weren't my age range, it was kind of like i don't know this wasn't really yelling like i wanted it to so you know but i'm sure you've i mean how is it are you working with people or are you by yourself or how's that how's that go
1: i just working for for other companies it's not my product so so i sell stuff for for other people okay and yeah it's it's funny i also had to transform a lot there and uh, have a a company I work now for is they do a lot of of cleaning offices and and, and, uh, manufacturing halls and all these kinds and and, and churches and so, and and you still have to clean these facilities. And that's very interesting. Didn't do that before. And uh, also uh, I'm in a cigar club and I met a guy who, 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 does, uh, who just founded his marketing company this year, okay. and so I, I'm also a bit now in this advertise sales. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but it's e- it's easier. It, it it's not easy. It's interesting. You know, people listen to you because everyone wants new ideas. Everyone wants at least to hear what you have to say. So so it's easier to 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 keep them on on the phone for 15, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, because everyone is looking for new opportunities Um, as as business goes down it's it's incredible eh? (laughs) when you drive to the city you you can also already now you can see shops that have closed and will never open again so it's completely empty and then the windows are already dirty you didn't see that a lot the last years here
0: hmm yeah which is good it's good right Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's you know the, the 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 last crisis we had when when the subprime market crashed in the US um you you didn't feel that much in Austria. We had one bank that collapsed, but uh, we have so great politicians uh, <laughs> they, um who saved us <laughs> and the bank. Oh, that's great. And bank accounts, but, but uh, you, you didn't there wasn't there wasn't a lot going on. 2008 2009 you, you didn't really see it a lot uh but now you can see it everywhere you know a lot of people who, who losing their work or just yeah, it's, it's it's a bit depressing <laughs> if yeah, you look at yeah. that way yeah and and the big the big end is just coming
0: well i yeah. you know they keep you know all these different waves and everything and uh when is the end in sight? I think the big thing is just the unknowns and the unknown unknowns, you know? Yeah. And uh, I've been thankful that work has been pretty steady for the most part. I mean, I was talking to Daniel about how bad 2009 was for me, 2010 financially. And mm-hmm. I, was, I, I was the the guy that got screwed with all the other people that, and uh, just wasn't getting paid for a few months. I couldn't pay rent, everything, you know? <laughs> Couldn't pay credit cards. I had to put stuff on credit cards. It sucks. So that that hasn't happened. I've been able to kind of, you know, save some money, put some stuff in some index funds, pay off a credit card, slowly pay off London Real. (laughs) I say oh so slowly, you know. But uh, I'd say overall, personally, it's it hasn't been too bad, and I'm mostly like, because I'm a a lot like. you know bag, and i can stay in and do my thing a lot Have <laughs> to say you know hey it, you know it's it's good to go out once in a while even if it's just to a local bar or whatever something stupid just get a bite to eat at a decent restaurant that it, it does kind of come into play once in a while it's nice to go out and to do to do that but um have you like you said you're in the what the third the third tier lockdown over there
1: yes it's the third lockdown yeah since christmas
0: so all the the restaurants are are closed or can't go on them or what
1: yeah nearly everything is closed restaurants are closed and, and everything that has to do with sports every gym is closed yeah and yeah. and yes the Tim Taylor markets where you can buy your tools are closed.
2: <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
1: That's really hard. So the only thing, you can still buy your food and, and, and groceries. So yeah. those stores have still open. And all the, the shops where you can buy food for your pets have still open. And yeah. you can buy your, your newspapers and tobacco. But, but uh, the rest is completely shut down now Since since the 26th until the the 18th of of January. So about three weeks again.
0: And, yeah. Yeah, that's what the governor over here in Michigan said. He said, it's going to be three weeks, and then another couple weeks. (laughs) But I think they're starting to pull back a little bit on some of the stuff. Like, um, I think, like, movies have, movie theaters have opened up again. So, yeah thank god for that you know but not that the movies do that great these <laughs> days you know um it's, it's a very
1: hard time for movies in austria gosh. because we we, we they were already closed in in march and april mm-hmm. and in, in the summer no one went to the cinemas because there were no films to watch no blockbusters because no one dared to release something um yeah. Because of yeah. the international market, you cannot release a film in Austria, not in the U.S., for example. James Bond, <laughs> for example, right. yeah, you can't yeah. do that, and and so you had nothing to watch, literally, and and then we had the second lockdown. <laughs> no, it's the third. So they're they're really having a hard a hard time. But mm-hmm. I think most of them will go out of business because also the, the habits of the people will change uh, I, I know a guy has a company who installs all these um these, uh internet connections mm-hmm. and, and when the first lockdown was everyone a lot of guys were working from home doing home office and they they all needed a real quick internet connection and so so the, these guys worked up to 15 18 hours a day to get it all fixed Drove around the whole city and the whole country. It was mm-hmm. really ridiculous until now, and so people watch a lot of Netflix and 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 YouTube, YouPorn, <laughs> whatever. <Right. laughs> so I, I don't know if they will go to the cinemas anymore. So,
0: well, it might be looked at as kind of a vintage thing a little bit, but um, yeah, it's 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 tough to say because. I think Hollywood wasn't doing – they weren't putting out movies that were – you had the big blockbuster, the big Marvel movie. But I think there's a lot of things that they just weren't making – they weren't putting storytelling first. I think they were kind of putting like, well, no one should be – people are going to be too offended if we have this kind of thing. Everything was very PG. Like even the rated R movies didn't have Mm -hmm. that much edge to them, except maybe a, a horror movie here and there. But I don't know. I don't know. There's not a lot of Scorsese's. There's news for Scorsese's or um, other are the kinds of directors that are really breaking out. There's a few, but not as many as I think there used to be. You know. But uh, I'm yeah. I wanted to see Bond, <laughs> but <laughs> man, that that's crazy. You know, they they went to Apple and they're like, okay, uh, you know, can you give us this much? And they're like. Uh, no, go to hell. We're not giving you that much money. You know, to show your movie. And so it's like now they're this postponed even more, even further back than Wonder Woman was. So it's like what what is gonna happen with that one? They're gonna have to release it somehow, but they're gonna lose they're gonna lose money. And who knows how good of a Bond movie it really is. It's all up in the air, you know. I hope it's good. I hope it's better than the last one, you know. But um, yeah, man, it's crazy here. Yes,
1: but you can you can look a, a lot of, of films for free on, on,
0: on, on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, there's too much. There's kind of too many shows and movies to watch. Like I feel just totally overwhelmed. Like if I got HBO Max, I'd be like, well, I have to watch a certain amount of movies this week to make it work, to make it make sense that I'm mm-hmm. paying this. You know, and um, yeah, yeah. It it's just it's just changed so much. I mean, I still love going to see movies. I'll always love to go see like I went to go see Wonder Woman in an IMAX because I'm like I just want to go see a movie. I don't care how really good it is. I just want to get out and check it out. And it was a good time. Very flawed movie, but I think overall I enjoyed myself. I thought it was still pretty fun. But yeah, man, um, probably might be a vintage thing it's just it's just too many too many things to watch and uh but I'll will try to support as much as I can if the theaters are open the movie's decent um I, was, I remember like a few months ago when the lockdowns were real bad and uh the theater there's a theater up north which is um kind of like a more rustic small town but a lot of country um there's a small theater and I went to go see Unhinged. I'm like, man, of all the movies to see, Unhinged is <laughs> <It's> a perfect <laughs> one. <laughs> Sky Snaps Road Rage. <laughs> That's about how everyone's feeling right now. I'm like, if this was opened in every theater and everyone wanted to go see this, I don't know. You'd probably have a riot here and there. <laughs> but you know, it was fun. The one person who was running the whole theater. One you know, the concessions. Uh, <laughs> And and we had a knock and we we're waiting and uh, he we waited ten more minutes past the movie time and he goes oh the door wasn't open and they're like no it was locked it's <laughs> open to me come on in and uh, but uh, it was a, yeah it was different but it um it was fun I'm I'm glad I, I wanted to go see it and there's only there's only a few people in the theater so I wasn't that concerned about catching anything although I suppose it's possible but I, I felt okay I felt okay with it you
1: know um, yeah the the only good thing is we had i don't know the the exact name uh, a movie theater where you can go by car and we only had one and they shut it down because you know i don't know maybe they want to build something there, a shopping center or so and 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 it was out of business for years now and in the first lockdown everyone said okay uh, let's reopen that thing and, and during the summertime it was completely full
0: every evening oh, wow. you know? <laughs> yeah that's cool i love i love yeah. the, yeah. the screen
1: was damaged but no one yeah it was no was no problem and and the funniest thing is a few kilomet- kilometers away you have the airport and <laughs> in the evening it was really funny because the landing lights of the of the of the planes they really they really hit the the screen every five minutes or two um, minutes or so because they were already so low. <laughs> yeah, that's funny.
0: Yeah, but you know that's the thing. They could make more drive-ins. You know they could do that, although although I've, I'm still not sure if they're going to make enough money to, you know, support the big movies that way because you're on people and cars take up so much space. So, they might have to lower the budget of the movies. Um, yeah. There's just so many, I, I think, and this is what I talk about. I think the key is you just, if you're into films and making movies, just keep, just keep doing it. Just keep making what you want to make, put it out there, have it get seen somehow, whether that's an online festival or just, you know, you get a projector, you go somewhere and they can, <laughs> you can show it somewhere in the back of a building. Hey, that's cool. You know? And uh, because if you just let, outside circumstances control. Oh, I better not do that. And it's like, well you never know, things change all the time. Just keep keep producing, keep making something yeah. that you're passionate about, you know, no matter what that is. And yeah, maybe it's
1: also a market correction because it, it it's too expensive nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really too expensive. If you look at a film it's it's hundreds of millions of dollars. They need to put out one film.
0: Keeps ballooning. And, yeah, it keeps getting bigger and bigger.
1: Yeah, i don't know how the situation is in america but here in, in austria and germany yeah, it's nearly the same language <laughs> there are a lot of guys that just take their video camera and, and and make a film or, or even if they have a better camera or setting you have a lot of good films out there and they are dirty cheap they're really cheap yeah they don't even need to hit it to the cinemas They sell it uh, to the tv companies yeah or amazon and, and and they are happy. They are producing their artwork or their films, yeah. how they call it ever. And, and and people can watch it. And you have new stars. Yeah. You know? And they don't earn I don't know fifty or eighty or one hundred million like Johnny Depp or so. But they are mm-hmm. happy. They they can make a living, and the crew can yeah. make a living. And maybe that will change.
0: Hmm. I think they'll continue to make a good amount of money, but not quite what they used to. Not like. Crazy amounts of millions and millions, you know, but uh, yeah, that's you hit it on the head there, you know it, I think if you make a good enough movie, a good story, I think people will talk about it, and that word of mouth you know will get around, and then people hey that was great, or that was funny, that wasn't so good, but this I like this actor in this scene, and that'll inspire you to keep going and keep and then hopefully you know someone will pay you to do it, you know. So, so I, that's what I'm saying. I don't see this as being like the end of like entertainment film media, but it's definitely a big change, uh, a big uh, evolution, I guess. And I think theaters could be around, but it'll be more, it'll just be more vintage, like the hardcore film nuts that want to be seen on a big screen, they'll go see it, you know. So it'll still like the drive-in movie years they're still being around it's
1: it's it's the same thing you have uh in in sports
0: mm-hmm.
1: so in europe you have soccer is is very common here and, and, and it's a <laughs> multi-billion dollar business uh, but the stadiums are empty you don't sell one ticket uh,
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. people keep people watch it uh from from the, at home the television but it's not the same yeah, it makes a it it isn't it if isn't fifty, sixty, eighty thousand tickets, and if you sell, I don't know, <laughs> uh, uh, fifty trucks of of soda and and mm-hmm. popcorn and whatever, yeah, and uh, so all these businesses are going down, and and it's 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 really it's really difficult for for some for some companies to survive now. Uh, they yes. don't sell their stuff, and they can't play the uh, can't pay the players the quality goes mm-hmm. down and then i think also there will uh, there will be a change here in the, it, it's too high you know if you look at these top players what they have to pay them yeah what they have to pay the player and what they have to play uh, to to let them go to, to another uh, it's, it's it's ridiculous man hundreds of millions yeah
0: i will say though like Going to a baseball game as opposed to like watching it on, on TV. It, 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 I like going to the game if I can. Cause it's a whole, it's the whole, your senses are being, being bombarded with, you know, visually and the smell of the ball park. People are selling stuff. It's the whole aesthetic of that, which makes it unique. And when they hit a ball, like you can hear it echo throughout the park. And it's like, it's neat. It, there is something to that that's kind of magical you know, or even a basketball game. Like when they're throwing, I was like watching the Pistons versus the Cavaliers and the Pistons made the shot by one point at the very end and everyone goes wild and it was just a regular game. But I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. And I'm sure it definitely goes for any soccer game, football game, you know, there is something that you miss. Like, cause when you're, it's on the TV, you're just kind of, like, you know, you're looking at your watch, like, okay, all right, let me just flip to something else. I'll come back to this. <laughs> Whereas you go there, you're a little bit more focused on where you're at, and there's really not much else to look at besides maybe a hot girl over there, and you know who's with Bubba. Yeah, you're, you know.
1: <laughs> you're less you're less distracted when you're in the football stadium.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Your wife is not there, your kids are not there, and your dog is not there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And when the phone rings, you can't hear it. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's that, that focus, that focus. But um, maybe, you know, it'll be a similar thing. It'll be kind of a vintage thing. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so many unknowns right now. But, um, yeah. Um, do you have... Well... I'll try to steer it away from from everything that's going on. So, yeah, I don't want it to be so bug-focused, if I can help it. You were talking (laughs) to me, like, or no, you were doing this show called, it was like a take on Hamlet. This was like a couple years ago or last year. Yeah, the last one was,
1: I think, one and a half years ago, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I'm trying to remember, was that kind of like a it was a, obviously it was a comical take on it or were you were, was it more serious i'm turning the number now i think no what, was- no
1: no no it was was pure comedy okay so so okay. i i originally it's it started out a few years ago when my mother turned 70 and mm-hmm. i didn't know what to to what to seventy, 70th to make a big gift a great present and i had no idea and a friend of mine told me okay just uh, make a comedy show yeah and i thought it's a nice idea and i didn't want to to hmm. yeah I, I i needed an idea and, and i found this uh it was in in, in in end of october and we all had this uh Halloween stuff around and I had this skull this plastic skull and I thought oh maybe Hamlet would be good Uh, I had no clue and I read the book it's it's a really it's a small book I have it here somewhere and it took me really days (laughs) you know this yeah it's written in in this old language and oh but I slept very well these days also and and yeah, and, and then I thought, okay, I can mix it up with some things I, I uh, from my life in, in workplace. Hmm. So yeah, all these people who who are taking uh, part in this in this uh, play in the theater, uh, I had no idea how to to tell people. Okay, there is one guard, second guard, third guard, and all the people and the king. So I made a big board and just put socks there. <laughs> there and
3: you I, go right but okay we,
1: that's card right. number one we just need him at the beginning so we can throw it away and so on and, and, and when, <laughs> when uh, i had a condom filled with red wine <laughs> no did you it was, it was in the sock of the king and when i killed him i i, I took my knife <laughs> and the blade <laughs> broke and it was probably the best condom in the world. It was bulletproof, maybe a James Bond quality or so. And Blade I was on the stage stabbing this damn sock condom for I think <laughs> one minute, and everybody, oh, is he going nuts or what's going on here? <laughs> and yeah, so at the end, the the condom gave up, and all the red wine was dripping <laughs> on. And hey, look here, the king is dead. <laughs> yeah it was quite quite funny
0: it's like a, it's a one-man i mean I, I don't hear about that a lot a one-man show doing hamlet in a comedic kind of way I, I thought that was just so unique like this is nobody i know is doing this so i think that that's fun you think you're going to do something like that again or is that just a one-time deal it's just because my my friend inspired me to do it yeah, uh, I, I, I did it a few times because people really ask me, and
1: said, we want to see mm-hmm. Hamlet again. And I said, we have already seen it three or four times. We mm-hmm. need a new idea. Uh, yeah, oh, yes, you can make a new idea, but please do it again, and then so it developed <laughs> in something strange, and I added even more f- things from my life, and then jokes, and so on. Yeah. and
0: Yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it's it's not that it's not that hard if you start out. You always find. You know, funny stuff you can you can mix up and, and the good thing is no one in the audience ever knew exactly what was going on, so yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well that's good. You don't want them to think too much. Yeah. Like is no. this the right motivation for this scene? I don't know, you know, but and, and what I
1: discovered in, in, in all these uh, you know, it's always very small theater with fifty sixty people and uh and uh, it's the mindset, you know. People they're just going there and and want mm-hmm. to have funny time, and so their mindset is programmed for for fun, right? So it's yeah. not so so difficult, yeah. So they That's expect it, and and, and and yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah? I also had the problem. I, I uh, the first the first first time on stage, I had a, a small watch from IKEA, and it stopped. And I didn't realize it. And I, I think, oh man, I'm really far, you know. I I tried at home and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. figured out okay that's approximately 54 to 50 minutes. Then make a break and another 40 to 50 minutes. And I thought, oh man, I have so much stuff to tell, but I already told so much. And. It's half past seven, and then I talked and talked and talked, and people were laughing, and my, my mouth was completely dry. And I looked at the watch, and it's half past seven, and I kept on talking and looked at the watch, and it was. And after five or six <laughs> times, half past seven, I realized, okay, <laughs> something wrong with the watch. And I took the watch and said, okay, I'm sorry. I already see all the people who smoke; they were sitting there. Okay, we need a break, man. <laughs> wow. Look here, my my watch stopped, and everyone was laughing. <laughs> everyone was just, they thought it was a joke, but it was no. real. Joke.
0: That's crazy! Yeah. Like of all the times your watch to stop during a, a performance like that, you know. Yeah. But it it worked. You were able to make it. At, it worked, per- yes. You know.
1: So part one was not forty to fifty minutes; It was one and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I'm not a pro. <laughs> yeah
0: wow that's a good experience though it probably yeah. it taught you how to improvise a lot more even past the point where you think you could have you know so that's yeah. fantastic um that's uh similar to like when I started doing going to a poetry night when I was in California uh he's a buddy of mine I worked with he's like you should do your Schwarzenegger or your Jean-Claude and just do it on poetry night I go yeah because I'm not, not like a poetry kind of guy but I'll I'll do it you know, it's a small coffee house, and it was a great way to kind of build my confidence in that. To where you have a small, just a few people. Are they paying attention? Kinda, kinda not. And you just go up there and just practice in front of a mic. And I had like one other joke because I wasn't in the, I wasn't in the writing jokes, but I'm like started to try to do it. And and from there, I'm like, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. And then I was able to like, okay, I'll put together some kind of an act. And then when I went to Los Angeles, I ended up doing it at the Ha Ha's and um, I went to the comedy store, which I still can't believe I was able to get into the comedy store. That's that's pretty amazing. And um, I got a, a, few, a few laughs, nothing like they're dying or anything, but I was, I was happy to get a few chuckles, a few laughs and all that. And again, it builds momentum. It's like a snowball. It's like you keep It's funny just how something can inspire you. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. You say it, I'll do it. And then I'll see if I can keep it going, you know? And uh, you never know. You never know what that spark's going to be, you know? So that's great. That's great. Um, Yeah. So how's your routine these days? Are you still getting up at four or five in the morning? <clears throat> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> Why not?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really hard now, and it, it was really hard in the first lockdown because you know school was closed, and my wife uh, lost her job, and so no one had to leave in the morning except the dog. <laughs> he wanted out. So yeah in the beginning, it was hard now i now I try to 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 get up at five o'clock in the morning and then drink my coffee and, and yeah. yeah enjoy the silence yeah, yeah
0: there is but, to that
1: yeah it's it's you know there's so much people around here um, mm-hmm. and because are yeah, you are allowed to go out to work and and buy your groceries. And you're also allowed to go out with your dog and, and or just walk in the fresh air. So I have never seen so much people just walking around. Yeah. I, I, I feel they never stop <laughs> if you go out. <laughs> Five o'clock in the morning, and You already see people with dogs, without dogs, with children and there are so many crazy people on bikes, you know, these e bikes. And they're driving real fast through the night. I don't know. Maybe they watch too much night rider or so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well forget I, that. How about yeah. in the grocery stores? Do you guys have the people on the carts in the grocery stores like we do? They're no, like no, running no. people over and, and <laughs> these no, big we people do, on their cards we know. do
1: that on the streets <laughs>
0: yeah on <laughs> the streets yeah <laughs> where it makes sense <laughs> yeah.
1: so so that's yeah. that's my routine also I, I i get up at 5 drink my coffee and then and, and read a book and 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 then I, I do my workout yeah. four times a week and yeah try to meet a lot of people yeah yeah
0: what's your workout consist
1: of? you know actually i do a very american workout the murph if you know that it's it's uh really crazy you run one mile okay. and then you do 100 pull-ups and 200 push-ups and 300 squats and then at the end again you run one mile wow okay
3: uh,
0: all right yeah. are you serious i thought you're gonna be i'm doing yeah, it's, i'm counting beers yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so
1: i'm not I, I i still have to train a lot to get there
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah like 100 pull-ups like i struggle i mean if i don't do pull-ups for a while it's like yeah. i start over again it's terrible you know yeah
1: i actually i saw it in on youtube in in, in the first lockdown and it's it's named after a uh, american guy uh, i think he was a sniper in afghanistan and he got killed there and it, it was his uh favorite workout
0: yeah
1: and he named it body armor and you you also have to wear a body armor oh wow a, i don't know uh, 20 pounds or so yeah, yeah. i have a, <laughs> i have slimmed it down to 12 pounds <laughs> and I, I think i die every day when i try it
0: <laughs> yeah that's a lot man that's great that's great yeah
1: so i do the one mile at the beginning and i only do 20 or 25 pushers split it down 20 or 25 uh, push Mm -hmm. uh, pull-ups and and my 50 or 60 push-ups and on good days so 80 to 100 squats and then again one mile and it takes me about 45 minutes you know and the real tough guys in the U.S. Army, they, they need just 40 minutes for the complete mm-hmm. program. <laughs> but I'm old and bold, so <laughs> I have a little excuse. And you don't have to think. It's it's not very complicated. You just go and run your one mile and then you do your pull-ups and so yeah, on. It's great. Fresh air.
0: Is there a pull-up bar or like in a park or something that you do it? Yes, yeah, that's good. I
1: have a small park in front of my house, and when I when I do my workout at five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning, it's still dark
0: and you don't see a lot of people. Hmm. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Are you are you exhausted at the end? Are you just done, wiped out? Or are you just kind of like, well, I'm literally dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I can go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Perfect workout for every quarantine you need. Every lockdown.
0: <laughs> I can go back to sleep. That's very I did this.
1: 45 or 50 minutes workout and
0: the day is gone. <laughs> wow, man. No, I, I admire you for doing that. That's great. That's That's the way it's supposed to be. You can get up early and do the workout, get it in. That's, you know... I haven't been like that since really the army, you know, I'll do an early afternoon workout, you know, maybe, but I'm such a night owl. It's like, man, like you remember, I used to tell you like, yeah, I go to bed like maybe two o'clock. It's like, you think maybe, well, you know, maybe he'll start going better. No, <laughs> this whole thing, it's been bad. Like it's been like four o'clock. Like it's like, oh, I don't even want to, I don't even want to go that far, but it's like, something i don't know if it's the restlessness it's being on the lazy boy the youtube and all that i think it's a combo of all that and that constant stimulus of like it's like man it got worse it got worse (laughs) but i'm still working out whether that's late night or during the day so that's good that's consistent but yeah man it's like i gotta do something i gotta come up with routine that gets me all right start shutting everything down at a certain you know time of night. But uh, but you've got better. I've gotten worse. So hey, there's there's a trade there. <laughs>
1: well, there are ups and downs. There are ups and Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not I'm not a machine. I, I I could have done a lot lot more, but also less. So <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy time. You know, you have no you have no real goal. It's it's difficult to plan. Something you know with mm-hmm. your job or, or vacation, or yeah.
0: You know what it is. I was thinking, it used to be like, well, it's like I have so much, so many things to do at, when I get home, and I do. Thank God, I still have my my writing, my drawing, and all that. But the thing is, is that you still want that fun kind of quasi social life. So when you get home from work, it's like, great. Now I have to make this work for me. Like, what is this supposed to be now <laughs> you know whereas you go to work it's fair you have to do a b and c and as long as you do those things you're doing something you're accomplishing and you're getting paid but you get home it's like how do i make this i can't really go out and do anything so how can i structure this where i'm having some kind of fun or some kind of life so that's that is kind of a different thing you know uh so yeah I think I think people are, are trying to deal with that I you know I would get together with my friends um uh like once a, or twice a month we'd get together and play uh Dungeons and Dragons and all that right but now no one can meet and so we're doing everything on Zoom or Roll20 which is basically Zoom for role playing and we're playing like twice a, twice a month and I think like, uh, I'm like, I think it's good for everybody because it keeps everybody social and laughing and talking. And I'm like, there was a point where it's like, should we keep doing this? Or you guys, I'll do it if, you, if it's going to bring your spirits up. And they're like, yeah, yeah. So they're always looking forward to the next session. So I'm like, okay, I'll keep doing it. So so that's that's good. It's, um, you know, I got to stay chipper, you know, because otherwise you can just get down in the dumps too easy, you know. Got to keep moving, keep doing things that you're passionate about. Because, yeah, we're all we're all in this together, locked down. You know. Yeah,
1: it's hard. I I realized so. I had I had a schedule, and it was too big, too much to do. Yeah, I had the idea of 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 reading two books in a week. Right. And then, okay. One week, uh, one book in a week is also good, and I know a few weeks later, you know, it's a really thick books. It's it's not it's not possible to read it in one week. So maybe one
0: piece, or what are you doing? Yeah,
1: and and yes, then then I piled it up in the living room, and I think they came alive because every day in the morning when I go down and I turn on the light, they're just books are just lying there in their pile, and they look at me and say, "Hey, hey." <laughs> Fucking loser! <laughs> we have the answer <laughs> to all of your
0: questions.
1: <laughs> uh, you
0: just stop being lazy. Get through yeah, it.
1: We, we don't tell. We don't tell on which page the answers are. So you have to read the whole damn thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I you know I, I read Kindle my my kindle now because i can't store any more books i i love buying books used books new books but you only have so much room and otherwise you got to get rid of your old books and ah, it's hard to let go of the old books it's like ah i might reread that someday or it, it it is it is one of those things where it's like i love reading but it's just you don't have the space or i'll do an audio book audibles will do that for a while and that's great that's how i pretty much do it um, but once in a while, it they're like going to the show or going to the baseball uh, game. If you have a book in your hands, there's a certain kind of aesthetic to that—the feel, the, how it's designed, the smell of the book—and it it all kind of goes into that too. So, yeah, what do you like to read? What is the what's your favorite? do You have a genre or just anything, self help or anything like that? Uh,
1: most is business related. Okay. Sales and <clears throat> yeah. A lot of sales book and
0: well that's you the majority. Do you like reading the sales books or you just have to do it kind of? I would assume you do.
1: I like yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have a new idea or things you have already forgotten and, 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 and it keeps you in this state of mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I was reading book by zig ziglar something the art of the close or so, something like that yeah. and they are interesting books that, that you know um but yeah I, i'm more into like um uh, fiction i love i love a good stephen king novel fantasy pulp fantasy but then i like a lot of self-help kind of stuff um i like i'm looking at my books right now yeah like irish folk tales like hp lovecraft stuff um but if they're not like if it's a good biography or an autobiography somebody like you know i'll read that too you know um there's that guy oh, he, was, he used to be the marine he's got a shaped head i can't think of his his name right now he's a big hardcore workout guy he'll, he'll do an instagram video where he's like running and tell you to you know how we're our own worst enemies but he does he has a book and he tells you about like kind of what you're doing. You get up early in the morning, you work out and, and you kill that voice inside your head and you've already won the day. And I think it's called You Can't Hurt Me or something like that. Um that see those books are, are great. I like those kind of self help books. Um But it it's all it's all good. It's all uh, it's you know, I, you know. I've read Hamlet before. I did all in college and all that, Shakespeare and all that, so challenging, it's good to challenge your, challenge yourself with different kinds of literature. So yeah, so have you what what else have you been doing? Um you covered workouts, you covered the movies, reading. Anything else? Anything else that you do to keep yourself occupied? you, you know, you're married, you have a dog? <coughs> yes, I have a son
1: and he's he turned thirteen years now in December and, and so I'm trying to be the good father (laughs) and and a person he looks at and when I get up early he he recognizes it you know Mm -hmm. changes him and when when he's seeing his father reading a book he picks up a book and and so yeah so I I I try to yeah (laughs) motivate him (laughs) Mm -hmm. on this passive way.
0: Yeah, it's well, of important things that he remembered his life before everything got crazy. You know.
1: Yeah. And and children are copying everything. Mm-hmm. I realized that in the summer because uh, he had a fight with one of his friends and 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 uh, in his room and I hear it and my wife said, oh, I don't know if it's you talking or him. You're using the same words." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that until until this day, so <laughs> have to watch my words now better
0: <laughs> right
3: yeah
1: yeah yeah
3: well I yeah
1: I I, I I yeah i'm it's not so different from from <clears throat> before this uh, disaster. <laughs> Always have to think mm-hmm. of, of of new ideas and and try to meet new people and yeah mm-hmm. do it on the on the electronic way now. Yeah. You know? I wanted to ditch Facebook actually because you know didn't like it anymore and and but it's 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 nearly impossible now. If, you know, no people meet there.
0: Oh, on Facebook. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a tool for old people like me here uh, to get connected. You have a lot of these groups and business groups and cigar groups and father groups, and so yeah. And yeah, it's a good it's a good thing to to see other people, to hear other things. You know, the people out there are doing YouTube videos and on, on, on different different things, and it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Well, I think on Facebook it can come, kind of become insular. Like it's it's just your friends, and you're not. How many new people are you meeting? It's just kind of your same friends. Nothing wrong with that, but are you meeting anybody new through Facebook? No, I don't know. You know, as far as online, yeah. is, you know,
1: I, I met a lot of people in the in the last weeks mm-hmm. from, from Facebook.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm also deleting the old ones. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> yeah that's important
0: (laughs) yeah well the thing is it's like you know when you how many people interact with you like either whether they like something or they comment on something and you can kind of tell the ones that don't ever they don't ever comment they don't ever like anything it's like well what are we doing here then? you know even if you like or comment on them it's like why are we even friends if you don't even there's nothing going on here, you know, so that's kind of weird. So, yeah, I I get that. Um, One of the things I want to talk to you about is this year Sean Connery passed and I had a part one discussion about it on here, but part two, I guess would be talking to you about it and uh, how much of a, well, I mean how much of a bummer that is because even though he was retired for like for, for a long time, It's weird. You still feel like, wow, it was just yesterday he was making his last movie. Whether that was that great of a movie, it was still him in the movie. But I think culturally, how much that meant to uh, moviegoers, Bond fans, and uh, people growing up with that Connery, there's a big father, to me, a big father and son connection with the Connery Bond that um, a lot of actors probably... There, there's, there's never been that kind of connection, generational connection. I mean, what, what do you think? What, what are your thoughts on that? Um,
1: he, he's the one and only James Bond.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I liked Roger Moore. He was the yeah. funny, funnier guy. He was way too old. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's like the Liam Neeson movies. <laughs> oh yeah. he's 17 and doing all this i i watched the interview uh, a few weeks ago where i said oh, now, now i have all these this, uh, films <laughs> and they all are 30 or 40 years too late for me <laughs> i'm an old guy mm-hmm. um, the, the funny thing is i i, I watched all these old james bonds with with my son
3: mm-hmm.
1: cool. and and you know he he is this 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 very new generation everything has to be perfect and then all the explosions have to fit exactly and and all the special effects <clears throat> you know this they, they, they love it all watching these avengers movies and so and if i show him a film i like Yeah, he always says, oh, my God, (laughs) it's so bad.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) The colors are bad and the voices are bad. And no, I don't want to watch it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But that was not an issue with with the Connery Bonds. You know, it was completely clear. Okay, 60s and old cars and old people and um, old planes. uh, But it was in a different world. You know, it's it's so so. It was again the mindset for him. Yeah, he knew he would watch a cool film. He was allowed to stay up uh, late. <laughs> yeah, and and he liked it. And he said, "Yes, it's 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 really cool." Yeah,
0: that's amazing. So, like, which yeah. one did you watch? The first one, very first one, or? uh we watched. We watched. I don't have the English names
3: <laughs> here. Doctor uh,
1: No. Yeah, we watched Doctor No.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And was the first one goldfinger
0: yeah i think goldfinger is the best yeah. for me
1: it, it's quite cool so so he he really liked it and and so i i was thinking okay i talked to other people and they said oh uh, my children also liked it yeah he also <laughs> likes daniel craig the newer ones uh and and we watched Golden Eye. hmm but I think two weeks ago because this uh, radio telescope collapsed and it was in, in golden
0: Eye. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. That's right. So are you watching them all in sequence now? You're taking them through the whole, the whole saga, the whole bond saga in order. Um, I hope che- Jeff
1: Bezos is not listening or watching. <laughs> I always choose to bond with only costs one euro or nothing. <laughs> and it oh, changes. Okay. It changes every week. Oh Okay. Yeah. Because I wanted to to look a uh, uh, um, golden Iron in summer actually. And it mm-hmm. costed, I think 12 or 13 mm-hmm. just to rent it on Amazon. Um, and, yeah. and we watched it, uh, like I said, one or two weeks ago, and I think it was eighty cents or so. Yeah, well, yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's that's, that's okay. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, so that's my
1: technique to introduce him to various different bonds.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's just something to it. I, you know, my dad. You know, I didn't have a, a connection with my dad till much later in life, uh, and I guess my stepfather kind of introduced me to watch watching Bond just willy-nilly just oh yeah this guy Connery's the first one and then you know um watching them on TV on HBO back then and like and then the first movie I saw in the theater of Bond was um uh, uh, the Roger the first no the last Roger Moore one uh, the Living Daylights and I was like I don't know maybe like Ten years old, maybe a little bit younger, and I remember just being like, "This is the coolest thing ever." Even though it's not probably not the best Bond movie at all, but just the the whole idea of him being on the bridge and Christopher walking with with the, Zora, the Zora and the microchip, <laughs> it's, and uh, it was just so bigger than life. Like I was just there's something I don't know what it is. It's like that's awesome. Like I want to go see these all the time in the theater, and pretty much. I always made an effort to go see a, a Bond movie and Pierce Brosnan and all that. I don't know that they got the formula down. You ha- you know, it's going to be, what's the opening going to be? You know, what's the setup? What's going to be the opening song? How are they going to do the uh, uh, the animation in it? And there's all these little things um, that you look forward to seeing. And um, But going back to Connery, is that my my dad had memories of like, oh, remember we went to go see him. I went to go see him again and again. And I tried to be cool like Connery and, and you'd talk like him and smoke a cigarette like him. And and I, I it's funny because it's like, you think of your dad. I don't know how your relationship was with your dad, but it's like, oh, you know, he never had inspiration. He was just, that's how he is. and But it's like, you, you know, he was just like, you know, I always always inspired like by Schwarzenegger or or Seagal or Jean Claude growing up, Bruce Lee. Um, but you know, it's it's just that connection is just something that you don't see in a lot of other different movies. And you know, Connor, especially Connor, throughout the years, he has very a, ma- a masculine presence, a very uh, big leadership kind of uh, personality to him. You don't you don't have those many actors that that can do that these days. Not many you know and so like him leaving it's like well geez that's how many more guys like that you know he's,
1: he's uh w- with all the bond films he's the only one who survived and you know for, for in my opinion it's it's a a, th- a certain kind of of manly man Mm -hmm. you know nowadays you have to look like the rock you know packed with muscles right right uh, shaved and 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 you know all these explosions and so but if if you watch you had Steve McQueen you had the early movies Mm -hmm. with uh, Kirk Douglas and all this there were a lot of guys yeah all this similar nearly athletic physique you know no real six-pack not fat you know and it for for me, it's also it, it's it's not so hard to look like uh, uh, to have the same body shape like those guys. You know? If you mm-hmm. want to look like the Rock, you have to I don't know, uh, only go to the fitness center to the gym, yeah, <laughs> six hours a day every day for the next eight years or so. And you gotta eat a lot, a lot <laughs> of yeah, and and. Then you look like the rock, and 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 it's quite it's 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 easier to be this James Bond, Steve McQueen type because okay, eat less and do your workout, and you will be in good shape, and then get a good suit and good shoes, and and, and 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 yeah, learn how to talk like a gentleman, <laughs> and so maybe this is a role model. For for future children, it's it's easier to achieve.
0: You know what it is. It's more,
1: uh, it's more reality.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um,
1: realistic. It's, it's easier. It's it's more reality. All all of the Bond guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timothy Dalton, he he was a skinny guy, yeah, with this excellent British <laughs> manners and so you know, and um, I I think maybe this will return into the in the cinema world you know heroes who 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 slim down <laughs> normal people yeah. yeah with yeah normal cars yeah i remember when this this movie i think it was with piers brosnan where he had this fancy bmw with the remote control uh you can buy these cars now for uh, two thousand bucks now at the junkyard (laughs) they're already outdated and old but this aston martin uh, was dv7 or so the first one yeah yeah it's it's a classic you need millions to buy this car you know
0: (laughs) it is yeah it's interesting to look at at that as time goes on like oh that's not that big of a deal to have that car, but back then it was you know yeah um but you, you touch on a, a, an interesting aspect, like, because I think what it is with McQueen and all those guys, they were ex- extremely proficient at something that w- they were good at. That was kind of physical and mental. Like McQueen seemed he was good at, he's like driving, stunt driving, um, stunts a bit. Um, he seemed confident in, in whatever that he was doing. I could say Paul Newman, definitely there's a kind of confidence and you know that he he can do something very good in a particular way and um there's a certain strength that comes from that as opposed to just raw physical muscle you know um charles bronson um it's just there's something stoic and something he's relaxed in himself and his abilities um that's one of the great things about martial arts is that they train you to kind of be to relax within yourself because you know most people aren't trained to come up and start doing, you know, back and forth, fight, fighting with you. You know, if you train at that day in every week, you're going to get good and you're going to be aware of everything that's going on. And if someone tries to come at you and you can relax for the most part in that, even though there's always a guy that's going to be better trained. If there's an absolute killer, he can still beat you at beat your ass. But most of the time I'd be willing to bet. The people that would probably wanna start something with you aren't gonna be people that tra- or train are trained fighting uh, fighters because there's a discipline that goes into fighting. There's kind of a ego, you have to let go of your ego when you try to work your way up the, the rank. So you're not those kind of guys, they're not gonna go out necessarily, get real drunk and start a lot of shit and try to you know, if if they do, it's very rare. Very rare I think. So but yeah, that's that's it. That's what it is. Um yeah, and Connor, he was big into, I think he was on, he played a lot of like soccer for a while there. Um, I think he even did like, I think read something, he did like, uh, like Olympic bodybuilding for a little while, but he had like hard, he did like hard jobs, like construction kind of jobs and all that. That's a big one too. Um, a lot of people that are used to hard labor, that brings out a kind of character in a person. Um, I had a construction boss, he was building we were building homes and he had the calluses on his hands and his his skin was so tan from being in the sun for countless hours and like thick leather skin and it's like that's a kind of character that it's earned through hard work. And those kind of jobs they're there, but how many of them are gonna be an actor? but maybe not a lot. Some but maybe not a lot, you know so um yeah but i i I mean yeah that's just it's a bummer it's a bummer that also it's also weird that we that alex trebek and sean Connery died in the same year and they're both in jeopardy (laughs) 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 on saturday night live yeah that's really i don't know what's going on there but uh yeah man it's 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 a bummer but you know it's inevitable It, it has to people have to pass and uh you know, uh, our icons have to—they have to all go eventually. You know, but
1: yes, but they're they're still around because nearly no one is watching Steve McQueen nowadays. Yeah, or Paul, Paul Newman.
0: Yeah, yeah, and there's something being about being associated with the 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 Bond character that it does give you that extra, you know, extra life in the public. Yeah. You know, generations. But uh, yeah. well, I think it's a
1: it's a certain style that returns to cinema. You know, people want to see these 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 <clears throat> normal shaped men and guys who dress cool and, and 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 just do their jobs. I don't know if you noticed know the sitcom uh, Peaky Blinders.
0: Oh yeah, I just started watching it. Yeah. yeah. It's an icon here,
1: you know. I, I know a lot of people who just dress like him now. The, really yeah yeah it's uh oh. it's a, it's not a big hype but it is a hype you know uh-huh. you see it in the stores We can buy the suits you know all have this this uh, special cap and so and, 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 and some advertising from the from the movie as uh, from the from, from the film and so and <clears throat> a few days ago i watched this uh film with matthew mcconaughey and hugh grant gentlemen
0: oh yeah i gotta see yeah. that yeah and,
1: they all dressed good. Oh yeah, every time, every, every every scene, he has this this British, you know, kind of stuff they wear, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and very gentleman like. Yeah, yeah, and it's also this the slim, athletic, clever businessman or gangster. Mm-hmm. And and my son loved the films. Oh, stylish
0: man, yeah. <laughs> Hey there's there's something to that, you know, if you can you can dress up and look good. My brother's a big uh suit guy now because well he works in real estate, but he doesn't know how to kind of let the suit go. Like for Christmas he's got the suit on, like for almost anything he's got the suit on. I'm like it's okay to wear a t-shirt once in a while. <laughs> but there is something to be said about a nice suit. Once in a while, dress up, look good. It, it, yeah, it is. It, it's it, it's good. It's good
1: once in a while. It all started with "How I Met Your Mother," Barney Stinson. You
0: have to suit up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I've, I've maybe watched one episode of that show. Is you like that one? "How I Met Your Mother," that show. I watched it sometimes. Yeah. You know when I
1: when I do the really important things, so vacuum cleaning or so in the background, nice. and and he's always telling you, everybody, you have you have to wear a suit, and they all, why? Because I say it. You need a suit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: kind of a running gag. I like that.
0: Yeah. Well, I think I think we're gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. Unless is there anything you need to get off your chest or. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap up the podcast. We can still talk, but I'll. I'll yeah. I, the the
1: most important thing about Connery and James Bond is the first date I had with my wife, I think 17 years ago, uh, we watched this, this Bond movie, which is the original name from Russia with love. It's the English title. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my special connection to James Bond and, and Sean Connery because it was a very dark movie theater and that touched her the first time. <laughs> James Bond style.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. No, from Russia, that's, you know, that that's neat because it's all on that locate. Pretty much there's a lot going on in that train and it's tight shooting and uh, you have, what's his name, in it. That's the big villain. Henchman. Ah, the guy from Jaws. I can't think of any names today. Ah, it's terrible. Um Yeah, he's excellent in it. And uh you have you have so many iconic parts of, of Bond. Like you have uh the w- the woman that plays uh Frau, like Frau from like Austin Powers. <laughs> you know, um they have I think Spectre's in it, I think, don't they make yeah. an appearance with the cat, you know? So yeah there's there's just so many good parts about that movie um I'm trying to think what else um I think people will watch it and still watch it in
1: 100 years. You never know. It has, it has this <clears throat> this certain mixture mixture of people and and cars and boats and and, and the colors and yeah, it's 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 the perfect the perfect mix. For me, or for for many people, I don't know if everyone, if, if someone will watch Twain Johnson in, in fifty years. Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I like the rock a lot, but yeah. yes, I, I watched, watched Bruce Willis
1: yesterday, and... Twelve Monkeys.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one.
1: And it's good, and I, I also I, I like The Rock. He he, I, he's really he's really nice. I loved Baywatch. It was really funny to watch.
0: Uh, I didn't see that. One. Okay, if, if,
1: if time is limited, <laughs> <laughs> time. <laughs> if time is limited. Maybe, yeah. Maybe
2: you choose, you choose this. <laughs> <your goodness.
0: laughs> yeah, yeah. But 12 Monkeys, like I'm I'm a big Bruce Willis fan. And that's when he was still kind of going for it a bit and and, and trying. These days, I don't yeah. know. He doesn't seem to have the same spark. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if it's the roles he's choosing or the directors he's working with. But it's just kind of like, uh, I don't know what's going on with them. You know? The problem
1: is with, with 12 Monkeys, you have to think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So if you've watched a lot of films nowadays, you don't have to think. You just watch explosions and you can count them. So it's not very difficult.
0: Uh, You know, what's really bad with those is the Fast and Furious movies where it's just like, they're all, I don't know what's different about each one because it's all car chases. And it's like, it's very little development of characters. And, you know, I, I just don't, I tried watching them. I saw one in the theater because I just wanted to go see a movie, and I'm like, they had Kurt Russell on it, and it still wasn't even that good. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, this is just a big visual spectacle, like a cartoon, you know? And I'm like, That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: driving around in your car and having problems. <laughs> you know, every one of us is doing that nearly every day. Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. I was just thinking the other day how what things stand out about a movie and what key scenes do. And it's like some movies just kind of wash over you and you're like, yeah, I don't feel the need to rewatch that. I don't. And that's a bummer. Movies shouldn't be like that. Even if it's a bad movie, it should be memorable in some way. Like, oh, I want to rewatch how horrible that was, (laughs) that scene, (laughs) how well, terribly acted that was. But is there something else about it that I liked or? you know um i mean you look at bruce campbell his his overacting you know it's it's so funny to watch him in like uh the army of darkness or evil Dead 2 or almost anything he's in i look appearance
1: it. of sean connery in 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 highlander
0: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah oh so you can be iconic and still make bad movies
0: <laughs> if you <Yeah>. want <laughs> i know yeah. that's what's great is that connery He didn't, you don't get the feeling, even though he was literally on the toilet when he read the introduction (laughs) to the Highlander. It's still, you feel that he he cares enough about what he's saying to where it feels like it's like, okay, there's a certain kind of logic and credibility to this. And that's amazing to be able to bring that much to to a movie that's, yeah, it's a pretty wonky movie. And,
3: uh,
0: you know, I love Highlander Highlander now because, yeah, I, I do appreciate it. it it's kind of silly <laughs> in a lot of ways, but it's a good kind of bad silly that yeah. I've learned to appreciate over the years. It know? does no harm to watch yeah. it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I was surprised. <laughs> a few weeks ago, I watched the 2019 version, uh, director's cut of Apocalypse Now oh francis ford cobb he made a they they digitalized it and and, then renewed the sound and the pictures and i read an article where he said now now the the technique is there to make black really black not Mm -hmm. like back in the 70s when they filmed it first Mm -hmm. and and i watched it and it's uh three hours and 15 or 16 minutes i guess and it's uh I already watched it ten times in my life, and and still it's 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 extremely good. And now the colors are better, and the sound is better, and it's it's really iconic.
0: Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. It's been a, I've, I've watched it probably, in like, yeah, probably about three at least three times, but I'm due to watch it again because it is such a masterpiece. The the music. And it, it, and-
1: it's funny, you uh, you have Florence Fishborn on the boat, 17 mm. years old, and, and if they would film yeah. it nowadays, the boat would tilt, no? it's too heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the question would not be, take the, the blue pill or the red pill, <laughs> the question would be, you take that boat and I take another boat.
0: <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch.
1: Yeah, but it's funny. But you also have the, the Martin Sheen, the skinny. Yeah. The skinny. Yeah. He's not mm-hmm. that muscular and,
0: and... Yeah, that's kinda of what we were talking about. Well Martin yeah. Sheen is definitely somebody that had the confidence that could probably handle himself in a situation, you know. Um yeah, Martin Sheen, I have always liked him in spot any movie, so um that that's a movie where it's all about atmosphere yeah. and the things that aren't being said. And um and when the things that do happen visually they happen it's like boom, like it, it, it rocks you. It takes you, it shakes you up. And um, it's very, yeah, it's very in between the lines visually. That's what I love about it. And what happens to Colonel Kurtz, um, a lot of it's in your own mind of what he's gone through. And uh, that's really great. You don't have that kind of stuff anymore necessarily. Uh, At least I, I, I hope there's some movies out there that can like some independent films that can be, along those lines that are like psychological you know yeah. but yeah that so it makes a big difference the color and the, the restoration on that and redoing everything yeah. I think
1: you, you don't need it it's it's still great if you look yeah at watch- yeah but but you know with all these uh, Dolby surround things we have nowadays mm-hmm. and so it's, you know I like it yeah. It really makes no difference for, for, mm-hmm. for the film if you just hear the helicopter popping out here and going there or if you hear it in three-dimensional. It's
3: mm-hmm. not
1: so important, but yeah, it's good. And I think people will also watch this in, in 10 years, 50 years, 100 years.
0: Yeah.
1: If if time is limited, they will choose Apocalypse Now and not The Fast and the Furious. <laughs>
0: i don't know that scene where the car shoots out of the skyscraper and goes into the next skyscraper i mean it's totally plausible i mean that's the stuff like wow i mean <sighs> it's intense stuff to talk about hundred years later even though it didn't happen it was totally fit on a computer you know <laughs> i mean the bond films the bond films did most of that stuff practically you know that's there's something to be said about the stunt work and the, and that goes into doing that, and um, but now it's like so much of it's CG. It's like yeah, the reality's starting to go. But a great stunt that'll live on for a long time. And it just adds another dimension to a film that like yeah, like I believe this a lot more now because that really that car really flipped. <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's like.
1: It's difficult nowadays. I, I realize when 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 this Johnny Depp pirate movie came out a few years ago, yeah,
3: with
1: Penelope Cruz. My brother bought a TV screen. You know, it's bigger than my first car, I suppose. And we all sat there and watched the movie in in four K, ultra high D, and, and 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 you can see every wrinkle on her face. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah, it was it, what it wasn't watching a movie. It was a, a medical examination. <laughs> <laughs> and, That's true. How sharp do so, we need it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And and when I remember when I was a little boy and and watched all those films, when I stayed at my grandmother, she had this black and white screen, and and they had a building site next to her house. And they had this big crane,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and and the the picture was not black and white. It was black and and and, and yeah, purple, <laughs> yellow some days. And yeah, it's because of this damn crane. <laughs> and 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 the, the picture was not sharp, but you didn't need it. Yeah, yeah. it was like it was like in a theater. Mm-hmm. And, and also the thing was, if if you watch Doctor No, that the car chase when the bad guys. The car falls falls down, yes, and you have an explosion, and, and, and the car is here, and the explosion is somewhere else, and it doesn't fit yeah. really. Uh, and you know, but that's that's not that's not a problem because it's it's like a show on on a stage. Yeah, you know? the car falls down, and the bad guys are dead, and it's dramatically, and, and you have an explosion. Okay, doesn't need to be perfect. Yeah. It's 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 more the illusion that's it's important than these
0: 4K pictures. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was worried when that came out. Like, why do we need the 4K? I like HD and 1080, and I'm like, that's super. That's already pretty good. That you don't need to go further than that, really. But
1: yeah, it, when when I, when I rent a movie on Amazon, I always
0: pick the choice
1: SD. You know, don't need a HD. It's
0: yeah. Better. Yeah. It's the reason, like, I still hold on to VHS, you know. Um, For one, the sound that's on those tapes, like, sometimes it's better. It's more, it's louder. It's more full if you have it on a stereo than even a DVD, um, depending on what kind of system you have. And um, there's just, uh, you know, I I, I don't mind that so much. Um, DVD's nice. I like it. But again, the Blu-ray, I never got into the Blu-ray thing because first of all, the menus on a Blu-ray, you have to go through, they don't, you can't fast forward through a lot of the commercials, which you bought this thing. And you still have to watch these commercials. And then the menus are so overblown and overdone. Like it takes you 20 minutes just to start the movie. (laughs) Like, I don't know what they're thinking with that. And uh, so, I mean, that, but that's pretty much it as far as the dvd they're not going to i don't think they're going to have another kind of physical media i think that that's kind of that's it because it's still streaming and digital now but and again it's i'm not that if you oh you have the most you got the 5g super duper wi-fi system it's like why do we need this why you don't really need to be that much faster you know so
1: Not for normal in movies.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. But um, are there any other Connery movies besides Bonds that you, that you like, that you're fond of, that like that stand out?
1: I also like the uh, Hunt for Red October.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that Hunt for Red October. Yeah,
1: also good. And, and and one of I think it was before before the Bond movies, I don't know the name, but yeah, he is a commander in the desert where he's in jail and they have to climb up this sand hill every day. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Yeah. Oh, 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 you're talking about a different movie? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't know what that one is. I think I know what you're talking, that's like an early one he did. I don't think I saw that one, but yeah. Yeah, so that's neat. I should get caught up on a lot of his other older movies. Um, I still haven't seen Zardoz all the way. I've just seen parts of that on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that I could definitely do like a review of um, uh, The Man Who Would Be King. That's a Mm -hmm. a fun one. You know, I'm a big Michael Caine fan too. So they're both outstanding in that. Um, Of course, uh, The Untouchables. You know, I was growing up and I saw that. And I mean, everyone's good in that pretty much. But he, you know, again, he's playing that mentor-like character. Yeah. And I saw a really neat uh, interview with Connery on YouTube where somebody's sitting down and interviewing him. And you'd think Connery would be kind of like maybe standoffish, like, you know, kind of too cool for school a little bit. But he goes and he <laughs> visits him. And he's in his apartment and he's like, he's still getting dressed. He's like, oh, like, oh, okay. I I didn't expect you. And he <laughs> sits down <laughs> and it's a really cool laid back. You'd be really surprised how down to earth he he, he was. And especially in this interview. And because we have all these ideas of the, the character that like he's this certain way. But like, no, he's very... Uh, he doesn't try to hide anything. He's very upfront about everything that was going on, and you know how how he wanted a little bit more during the Bond movies and his disagreements and everything. He puts it all on on the table. So, I mean that that's pretty neat. You don't you know a lot of movie celebrities these days would be kind of guarded about certain topics, or you can't talk about certain things, or you know, but really neat I'll, I'll try to send you the link to it because it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a it's cool to see that that side of a well-known actor like that um but another one I would, i'll always i'll always love him in indiana jones of course you know yeah. i'm going to see that in 89 i in theater sure. and just being blown away by it. well first of all the whole movie is just a well done action adventure movie but him and him, harrison ford acting off each other it's like man i wish we had another movie of this but it's like you would get just so much and it's perfect it's like there's very little dead time in that movie where i'm like "Ah, i'm bored or it's like because it's it works so well and it's so well cast
1: Hmm. um the name of the rose was also good
0: yeah yeah I watched that one for the first time probably about five years ago, and uh, and
1: and he's he he was a real actor because he he, if you take uh, Bruce Willis for example he always plays Bruce Willis there's no difference yeah if if you watch Die Hard or Red or Mm -hmm. Twelve Monkeys it's it's nearly always the same you know the shaved guy having Mm -hmm. problems and getting beat up from the beginning on (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
0: um, He's got a few he's movies, playing, so he does a little a bit of character acting. But yeah, it's always the
1: same. It's always mm-hmm. the
0: same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially now, I think I think what it is with him, maybe he's not. He doesn't feel challenged, or he thinks like all these movies, it's all the same, always the same. They want me to smirk and be cool, and so I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: I don't remember one bad film with him. So a mm-hmm. movie. So you're never disappointed if you, if you, if you click on, on Bruce Willis, you get Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. You, if you click on Sean Connery, you'll you get different, different mm-hmm. types of, of, of man. Yeah. So he's a, a real actor. And I think that also helped him to build this myth mm-hmm. because he's, 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 he's different from, from, he's a really good actor.
0: Yeah. Well, to go from different to different genres like yeah. Western, uh, war movie, uh, sci-fi, action yeah. adventure—I mean, he's covered just about all. I'm trying to think if he did any comedies. He might, maybe have done a couple comedies, but but pretty much. Even if he if he did a, a straight up comedy, I, I'm, I'm pretty—he could do it. I'm sure he could do it. No, really, not that big of a deal. But yeah, I mean, uh, um, that's it's, it's pretty we don't have uh a lot of actors left that that are that kind of caliber anymore like um yeah so but um well there we go i think i think I think we covered i think we covered that <laughs> that whole topic. yeah <laughs> i think we covered that pretty good Um, uh, might be a few things i missed a few movies i should talk about but yeah man it was good talking to you it's good keep you know catching up it's been a it's yeah. been a long time and I kept, you know, pushing on like, yeah, we know, I know we got it. We got to talk. It's been a while. I we should do something, you know, but you know, life happens. We get busy. You know, yes. it's, it's kind of, there.
1: of, of, of laziness. <laughs> I know it exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess so. I think what it is now, I think everyone should really call people a lot more. Um, yeah. I've been bad at it too. Like, I you always used to call people all the time, but now I just don't anymore. I hate that because I'm just it's it's usually always me that has to reach out to the friends. Cause I don't know something about them. They they never. It's rare that they reach out. Maybe I got a couple that do, but yeah. If you if you want people to stay in your life and you think they're important enough, you should pull the trigger and call them. Yeah, and that's right. Make the time. You know, so. I don't know what it is it's the distractions of our age uh, uh our age in general or <laughs> that keep us from you know contacting each other yeah, personally.
1: maybe maybe what well, what what i feel and what a lot of people feel what they tell me is is this complete exhaustion you know hmm. people are not tired if you work a lot and if you drink too much or so you you're know, maybe you're one or three days you you have your <laughs> you have to sleep a lot sure we're tired. But but people are really exhausted. And I also have days where I think, okay, man, wow. That's really yeah. hard. It's hard to stand up. <laughs> hard to go to the kitchen and I have to <laughs> press two buttons to get a new coffee. Man <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> See with me, I think that, that the only time I'm really like that is probably getting yeah. up. Is the, the get up and go muscle. That is something, but once I get up and going though, I'm, I'm, I'm good because that momentum kind of carries itself, you know, it's just that part. And then um, the only time I get really exhausted is if i maybe had a lot of driving that day and just like, ugh, just so much of this stuff and it just kind of wears you out for some reason. But other than that, I'm good, you know, and I'm not saying I'm eating great at all. (laughs) I'm probably really not, but I'm staying pretty energized enough so I, I don't maybe i'm doing something right you know <laughs> probably not but I, something in me is keeping me maybe maybe the common. problem was
1: we had we had way too many ideas a few years ago hmm. i had too many ideas i well, I should do this and i should do that and i should do this and talk to this one and this one and then it's yeah. like my yeah. my book pile now it's right. like and and Then you miss to to call the people because it's not part of your plan or you say, now I focus on the business. The next 90 days, I only focus on my business. And yeah, I can only talk for for, for my person. (laughs) Then you didn't really focus on, or I didn't really focus exclusive on the business. Mm -hmm. Watch more YouTube videos, conspiracy theories. (laughs) Right. And... And we we have too much idea, and I think the ideas, and, and and I think the challenge we have with this uh, Corona crisis is just to focus on on one thing mm-hmm. and clean up everything, and let's say okay, I have let's say fifteen or twenty people, and stay connected with these people. You know, there are friends you call maybe twice a day, then you have friends you only call once in a week or every two weeks. Yeah. But to keep that that going, that's important. Because when I remember when I was young, I I, I, I didn't have a smartphone. There were no smartphones. So you had those fifteen, twenty numbers you need for your life, you all had them here. If you wanted to call Peter, okay, if you wanted to call, I don't know, Angelica, you phoned her up. You had the number in here Mm -hmm. and you called these people. And now, you know, sometimes I have really a problem finding those people because I I, I don't always save them by their right name, you know.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: I have some people who are in my phone as idiot number one and idiot number two. (laughs) If I need to call them, I'll (laughs) call them.
0: Which one that's of these? Nice. <laughs>
1: so.
0: Sure, they appreciate that. But. Yeah,
1: maybe maybe that's the the lesson to
0: learn. <laughs> yeah, I you know, it's something that's missing. I think, and it, again, we get distracted and everything gets cheapened, cheapened through the yeah. tech. You know, we've traded um, convenience and and efficiency for nuance and um, the social conversation, you know, yeah. uh, the intricacies of that. And um, it's it's important to have that connection, man. Once in a while, I have a really good long talk talk with a friend. And I'm like, that was a long talk, but you get so much out of it. it it's cathartic. You feel like you've gotten connected on an issue and resolve some things. It, it, yeah, it, it's important once in a while to do those. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, yeah but that being said uh, once you i'm um, you know let's get off i, I don't want to talk to you. I mean, just text me <laughs> okay the rest of this conversation I, I, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna eat my cookies damn it my christmas cookies okay? yeah
2: it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, you
0: know i gotta stay distracted with this christmas goodness but uh No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Did you have a good Christmas? Everything was good? Good holidays? Actually, I loved Christmas because I don't
1: had this discussion of uh, let's visit my parents or let's visit parents of my wife and invite all of them to... No, I said, okay cool thing <laughs> we're just just getting up in the morning and watching a movie or do whatever and we had sunshine i, I went out with the dog with my wife and my my son and had a good time and, and you know no stress yeah what was mm-hmm. what i have to say was really one of the best christmas eves i ever had <laughs> was no stress, no cooking for other people, no binge drinking. Yeah. <laughs> because everyone wants to talk with me. <laughs> How was your year? <laughs> Why are you bald? Yes, because God hates me. At least <laughs> you know, I, I don't like this kind of conversation. So it, it was really yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But you're right. You're right. There's a lot of complications. Like who, who, where, what, when. You know, when it comes to the holiday planning, Um, and it does add a lot of stress to that. And just to have it kind of wash over you. It's like just experience this day, this night, where we celebrate. That's it. That's all you really need. That's great. I'm happy. I'm happy. You had a good. It was very peaceful and. I think that touches on a bigger thing um is that even yeah. before all this broke out, I felt that I felt like the busyness and the uh the work and everything was was coming up to this peak of like, okay, we just can't keep okay, this is gonna happen, and then we gotta put in we gotta do all this, we gotta plan all this, oh, yeah haven't gone to this, you should maybe go to that and go to this event, and it's just too many, too many options yeah. It's like, it's like, ah, you can't, enough. We needed some kind of a a, a break. Not that at the expense of people dying, but we needed something to be like, we can't keep this engine going full throttle all the time. Not all the time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was the same here when when they locked down in, in, in China and politicians here said, oh, we will never do a lockdown. And every every time an Austrian politician says, oh, we will never do that. Uh, <laughs> just have to wait a few days and they do it. Mm-hmm. And everyone I talk to, they say, oh, it, it would re- you know, it would really be nice. So one week, two weeks staying at home or working from home, home office, that would really be nice. And that's what happened.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think nine weeks was the first lockdown. Yeah. And, you know, than summertime was, but but all these big concert and events didn't take place, so it was all cancelled. And and uh, you know, out of out of nothing, you you had I have a park here in front of my house, and you had a bunch of young people, and they brought their guitar and a small amp, and they just made a concert for uh, yeah, yeah, you know the people who were there, thirty people. Yeah, it, it was nice. Yeah, they played for I think four hours or so, <laughs> and. You don't need these real big things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too much distraction. Yeah? If you, if 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 your 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 free time feels like work. Oh, we have to go there. Oh, fuck! Cinema starts in half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Fast and Furious for private people. You know. <laughs> uh, oh, pff, I have to get up morning early because I have to get there and there and there and and, and you know. Yeah. Yeah, where people were more stressed out on the weekends
0: than than during work time. Yeah, because you always feel like guilty. I always if you didn't go to a certain thing, like yeah. maybe I should have gone there, and then uh, that would have turned around. It's like no, not probably not. Maybe, but probably not. And there's just way too many things to do. I mean, now granted that that's nice. It's nice to have that option, but I just felt like constantly like pressured to like be somewhere or do something you know and uh, i think this has caused us that have the reflections like you don't you don't have it's not that big of a deal you know
1: it it was like a rat race and then
0: i recognized
1: that people told you oh we are at this fancy restaurant and we have a reservation tomorrow and Mm -hmm. you and your wife and I don't, uh, there are a lot of people that I don't really like so much that I want to see them every week and, and all these fancy restaurants where you have to pay a lot and, and, and you mm-hmm. know, go there by car and then you're not allowed to drink, <laughs> which makes it even harder for me. And, you know, now it's easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. in, in summertime was 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 genius because uh, people said, "Oh, we have to go there and there and say oh, I, I don't feel so well. I have this strange little <laughs> coffin I wore, <laughs> yeah, I stay at home man. <laughs> Let, <laughs> too risky for you, you know
2: <laughs>
1: uh, all the chain smokers i don't want to harm you. oh, thank you <laughs> just stay home, stay home." Yeah, stay I stay at home.
3: home. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's funny yeah man yeah and i like that we have the time to like like i just played like books that's good you know i'll read some books but i have like a old like a commodore 64 emulator that i can just play old games that i never was able to finish i'm like and i don't feel (laughs) so guilty because hey there you got some time now. <laughs> There's no better time to finish these games and resolve these issues from my childhood <laughs> than now and not feel guilty about it, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, enjoying that leisure time and not feeling guilty about enjoying it, you know. It's a big one.
1: I'm not, not not meeting so much people. Oh, meet the right people, you know. Mm-hmm. Now time is limited.
0: <laughs> That's an endless quest. Who is the right person? And,
1: yeah. Yeah. I don't want I want to see this guy and not this guy.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: So if people call you, I want to meet with you and then you take out your list and say, "Hmm, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are on page number 4 <laughs> and we already have Thursday evening." <laughs> the good slots are all taken already (laughs) yeah (laughs) also makes life
0: easier
3: (laughs) yeah it's
0: just endless quest of people to meet and things to do and um just got to be a little too much a little too much but uh everything's a balance, you know, now you can be the, at the other side where it's like, okay, I'm in too much. Got to get out. Got to, I got to yeah. meet the right person. <laughs> I to meet uh, somebody, you know, but everything's a, uh, everything's a balance, you know? So, but again, having that routine, having something that like I'll do, even if it's later on, I, I try to get a walk, just get a, a walk just to keep the blood circulating. Because for one, if I don't end up working out that day, at least I did something that was <laughs> got me moving. Yeah. And it, it gives you a chance to like not be in front of a TV or distracted very much. You're just focused on that one thing, a brisk walk around the block or wherever in the park. And you kind of structure your whole day. You're waking up a bit more. You're being more your senses are like oh there's the air it's cold but it's waking you up more um, and yeah um, I do a little bit of meditation a five minute meditation ten minutes sometimes and that's beautiful too so as long as I have those two things in my day that's that's something that'll that'll get going you know yeah that's cool yeah yeah and I have I mean I have my whole my I'm still doing that accountability list where I have these goals I'm doing I check them off Bit by bit, as I go down, that keeps me on track, you know, gives you some kind of order. But uh, I have days where I slack off. I'm like, I didn't do anything on that damn list today. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> that was a little of a waste day, waster there. But cheap uh, day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but
1: you also need this kind of days. Sure. Yeah, I think you're right. No one is a machine
0: yeah not now it's like christmas eve you have to have a day wash over you and just yeah. don't feel the need to get certain you have to get these certain things accomplished for that day you know it's okay to let go once in a while you know yeah that's also important
1: maybe you should get a dog
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah i know
1: can guarantee yeah. you you will be yeah. out at least three times a day
0: <laughs> you're right, you're totally yeah. right when uh you know my brother's dog uh i you know when he was around he would he would whine at the at the side of the bed and like, oh boy, here we go, but it'd get you up and out and get you moving, yeah if you liked it or not, he's gonna keep whining until you take him fit him on that leash
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is good though that they are great that way though. So to keep you you know keep you going uh, i re- i miss i miss crypto was my brother's dog he was such a great laid back cool cool dog and um yeah it's they break your heart because it's like when they have to go it's ugh it really it's like a family member you know but you know it's good to have it's good to have that mascot family mascot in your life it causes you to be a better person and take care of somebody that, you know, loves you unconditionally. Yeah. What kind of dog do you have again? I think you might've told me before. It's a small dog. Yeah. mixture of a wiener
1: dog and Corgi and yeah.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not too big because, uh, I wanted a small dog. <laughs> You can take a small dog to your customers. Yeah, we had the dog a few weeks, and then we had lockdown number one, so he never saw a customer until now.
0: How was he though? When he saw the customer, was he? Was he? Did he get crazy or? No, no, no. He's, He's he's really a nice one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've had small dogs growing up. Always a small, like a terrier. Yeah, mostly terriers. Crypto is a beagle terrier. So there's something about that you get used to. Also, yeah. Um, but big big dogs are cool too. Like uh, my dad had had a big white dog, and then a few other smaller dogs, and then a medium sized dog.
1: Yes, but people are afraid. Yeah, here always, and and if you, if you go by bus here, it's yeah, they're all looking at you and. Then they start a conversation. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't need your conversation. No. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> I, I hate it. You know, I, I want to go by. I, I'm in the bus to get somewhere, not to talk to people. Because when if I would. Talk to people. If I would like to talk just to people, I would not go into the bus. I would just <laughs> remain at that fucking bus station and and talk to everyone who is waiting for a bus. You know? and, and and then people come and oh, you have such a big dog. Why you have such a big dog? Yes,
0: yeah, because I hate you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this dog eats people who <laughs> who have silly questions.
2: <laughs>
0: Gosh, yeah. I saw a St. Bernard calling down the street when I was driving there. Oh, gosh, you're so huge. Humongous. It's like, Mm -hmm. imagine having that in your house. It's like, it's another roommate. It's like, he's, uh, it's another person. It's like, you might as well be, like, he's probably going to be cooking your food next time you go home. Yeah. You know, I made the food for you, human. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'll go get the mail. Yeah. But yeah, man. Well, well, we'll call it uh, we'll call the podcast. Um, man, it's great talking to you. We should do it again, yeah. You know, um, happy new year! Yes,
1: we have two hours left now.
0: Yeah, it's getting close yeah but we are not allowed to
1: go outside and no fireworks this year and very silent happy mm-hmm. new year but no, it's okay for me
0: i'm not this happy new year guy yeah i've never been that way where it's like no. oh we gotta go out and do something man we got it's all gonna change new years don't you see like no it's this, this another day. This is
1: my year this now this year <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know
1: <laughs> and they all said that bullshit one year ago and then we had this year so <laughs> I
0: know. exactly yeah. yeah like this yeah. is gonna be the best 2020 yeah. man yeah I, I will
1: i will <laughs> rock 2020 yes <laughs> yeah. but there is no stage
2: for you <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it's the same this year, like twenty twenty one. It's me so much better. Let's get rid of this year, man. Let's get rid yeah. of it. Yeah. What? Well, There's no. You just have to do the best of what you're given. You have to make each day kick ass, yeah. even if things are going falling apart. It's, it's not like magically things are going to be going away. It's just no. It's never like that. You no. Know, but it's just funny. But uh, well, happy new year. Yeah, happy new year to you. <laughs> have a beer. Have, have, have something. Yes, I have it here. My <laughs> what kind is that? It's an uh, Austrian beer. Ah. From,
1: from a funny guy. <clears throat> he, he started to become a politician now here.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
1: Yeah, and he, he he's so crazy. He just says, okay, we, we don't need. That people have more income from from the states that just need more beer, and so it's it's quite <laughs> funny, yeah. <laughs> <We, clears> they <throat> said you have, they have to to mix uh, to to mix the the vaccine with the beer, and open up the pubs so the
0: people will do mm-hmm. it by themselves. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's how you do it. And get every, everybody to do that.
1: So yeah. I support him by drinking his
0: beer and that's was he a friend of yours or he's just somebody no it's just somebody okay yeah that's funny that's funny. random guy <laughs> all right man well hey I got, I got all these cookies to finish yes and i
1: <laughs> i believe
0: in you <laughs> all before the new year we were talking yeah. to change so i will just turning around
1: <laughs> Think, things will change if no cookies are left anymore <laughs> <laughs> then you can rock 2021
0: <laughs> i can rock and uh, you know it's yeah. gonna be the best it's gonna be beautiful man it's all you know.
1: yeah. yeah it's like brian rose he's he's uh trying to get mayor of london so. oh, i know
0: i know i can't believe i just can't believe him sometimes like yeah. Like, I'll still watch his videos and it's like okay that, that's good he made some great points but he just doesn't understand like all these people are pissed at him <laughs> like <laughs> cause he's not being uh, what's the word um, up front he's, he's not being transparent about yeah. the things that he does it's unbelievable and he wants to be mayor but all these people <laughs> are pissed off and disgruntled about his practice, his practices that he's doing, like
1: yeah, but it's not the first time, you know, man. Crazy times. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they have to rename it from London to London for real. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, for real.
3: <laughs>
0: well, he's got his critics now. They're coming up. There's a lot of people on YouTube that are saying, like, look, there's a lot of complaints about how he's doing things this is uh yeah. yeah but that's a whole nother podcast that's a whole nother conversation yeah, uh,
1: but it's really. also fun. there's this youtube channel with this guy with his entrepreneur bingo do you know it
0: oh yeah yeah well, i watched that on...
1: and he has a brian rose and
0: <laughs> it's got the real evil thumbnail of their face like all <laughs> twisted <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: I ordered his, his his coffee mugs. You know, you can buy them.
0: Oh no! Kidding. Okay.
1: Yeah. Dedicated, motivated.
0: <laughs> He's funny. Some of them his videos are yeah. good. Um. Another one is a uh, Coffeezilla. Yeah. He's pretty good. He's pretty good at calling people out. And yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, the one that I I still talk to Gene. And we still meet up. You know once in a while every couple of weeks and so but he what was it mike de gracios or whatever and, and tony robbins
1: yeah that's also great
0: yeah and he's just just like he's that guy's tearing into him and it's like he's you know what kind of product are they getting and they're just overcharging and yeah again you know uh,
1: I like the video when 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 he blew up Tony and says, "Ma, Tony is so giant." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yes, he's seven. <laughs> he's he's a beast. He, yeah. he he's a big dude. Yeah, man. But uh, well, have a happy New Year, Paul. Yes, but you also we'll we'll talk again we'll talk again and it doesn't yeah. have to be a podcast we'll just you know we can just talk whatever
1: we we can make it a london real special or <laughs> london real or whatever i'll get my
0: suit i get my suit out and I'll yeah three-piece three suit please yes. yeah yeah and i'll put the flag up in the background yeah and then maybe a gun
1: it's always <laughs> Pina, you need a gun <laughs>
0: yeah i always bring the gun out that's great For
1: all the snowflakes
0: and cocksuckers. (laughs) Oh he's a trip. He's a trip. His his boy, he's he's pretty damn funny sometimes. Yeah. But yeah man. We'll we'll talk we'll talk again. (laughs) Okay. When everything's turned around next year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Everything will be perfect.
1: Yes, after the vaccine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be all good. Okay. We'll go back to normal. Yeah. All right. Thank you for having me. (laughs) No, it's cool. I'm glad I had you on. Thanks for doing this, man. And uh, I will talk to you again. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year, my friend.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Bye-bye. Ciao.